You're listening to the After The Show Movie Podcast from ascully.com. You can find this podcast on the iTunes Music Store, Google Play, YouTube, Voice Assistance, just say listen to After The Show Movie Podcast, and you can also find us on ascully.com where we post written reviews. With that out of the way, here are your hosts, Ascully and Sid Talk. Hello and welcome to everybody. Welcome Sid Talk. Thank you. Am I everybody or am I? Okay, okay. Everybody's everybody else. I get it. That's true. <laughs> um, there's a picture of Larry King in front of me on my uh, tablet. R.I.P. Larry King. He's been around a while. 87 years old. Did you like Larry King? I did a long time ago, and then I just stopped watching news and news shows and stuff, so, you know, kind of oh. lost track there. Good timing from Larry then, because he didn't inconvenience you in any way. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> This is not the before, the after the show discussion at all. You just sprung. Why would you start with Larry King? No offense to Mr. King, but it's super boring. Lots of people die every day. No offense, but come on. He's a legend. Come on. (laughs) Okay, so are lots of other people. Let's move on. All right. Before the after the show was just generic. We were talking about this movie. We were, which (laughs) turns out to be very generic. Spoilers. As well, our alert. Yeah. All right. So it is Sunday, January the 24th. This is after the show, 668. We're a movie review podcast. We review a movie every week. And this week, we're looking at the movie Death of Me. It's a 2020 release out on Blu-ray right now. Rated R for Mature. And our friends at Lionsgate sent us a copy of the Blu-ray for review. Sid Talk, give us the synopsis, and then I will give you one off the box. And I've actually got the box. Can my synopsis have a spoiler in it? No. I mean, okay then. Well, the, uh, I think the title says it all. Death of me. And then there's some like fake voodoo shit going on. All right. I'll give you the one off the box, <laughs> which might be, maybe the one off the box has a spoiler in it. Who knows? Here we go. Vacationing on an island off the coast of Thailand, Christine and Neil Oliver awake hungover with no memory of the previous night. They find footage on Neil's camera and watch horrified as Neil appears to murder Christine. With 24 hours until the next ferry and a typhoon threatening the island, Christine and Neil attempt to reconstruct the night's events and are snared in a web of mystery, black magic and murder. Murder. Okay, I'm just going to say it sounds better than it is, but it still doesn't sound very good. Yeah, but it's got black magic and murder. Come on. I know, but so to start off, I will say, I actually enjoyed this movie, so everything bad that I say about it, you're just going to have to think that I have some sort of imbalance because I enjoyed the process of watching it. It looked gorgeous. I liked the people, all that stuff. But the movie, the story itself, is one of the lamest stories I have ever watched. Oh, our A-word is talking to us. (laughs) um i'll say i didn't really enjoy this movie you didn't enjoy it at all i liked it like you say it looked good Mm -hmm. look gorgeous Um, our amazon device is telling us how i don't know why it's telling us stuff stop telling us stuff okay thank you (laughs) um 
It looked good, yes. It looked like a motion picture. Yes. I mean, it looked nice. It had really good sets, really detailed sets. It had stars in it. That I don't care about, but I did like the way that the sets were super detailed, like in the tattoo shop and the streets. And I mean, I just felt like it, I was, maybe that's what distracted me was looking at all the gorgeous stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm going beyond the, I'm going beyond how it looked. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you my uh, brief impression. Okay. I mean, clearly, if you look at the cover of this movie, it's a horror movie. Even, even the cover of it reminds me of Evil Dead. So... I was that kind of made me a bit excited as to what might be coming up. Right? right. Look at the cover; it's kind of yep, kind of cool, right? Like, it well, looks, it's super boring. I mean, it looks like something. Off it's the a evil woman dead. with some vines over her. I so, mean, it's super boring. So maybe the Evil Dead, maybe that other one we watched uh, from a long time ago. The you know, you know which one I mean with the vines. Coming. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So maybe something like that, where it's real gross and horrific. But this is like a, it's the most bland generic horror movie I've ever watched. It is. Sadly. And I don't watch a lot of like the bland ones that you do. You've watched a lot of bland ones. Yes. I like bad horror movies. I usually so. stay clear of them and try and just watch, you know, ones that I know will be good. And then sometimes I, you get disappointed. But this one, first off, I will say for me, there isn't one scare in the entire movie or one scary thing. Agree. Nothing. I mean, like, there's a couple of creepy things. There isn't a jump scare even. Nothing that catches you off. Oh, shit. Like, nothing like that. There's nothing. There's a couple of times I went, ew. I mean, there's some gross. vomiting. Yeah. Um, which is always gross to look at. Gagging. Yeah. Um, second for me was the premise of it, while it's, you know... I, it has a really late title card, this movie. Like, really late. Like, 25 minutes in, when they say, when they say death of me, on a black screen. Which is interesting, but not enough. Right, so that opening section, it's got promise. I was like, oh, they're waking up in the bed. They've got mu-. I said to you, what the hell have they been doing? Mud wrestling? They're, they're all muddy. Shit's been going down. <laughs> I actually, at that point, I've, I've actually got no clue. I'm like, oh, anything could have happened. What the hell? Um, but it, it evidently, it comes very quickly. It comes on very quickly as, like, I'd figured out what, what was going on. And I think you probably did too. Um, not exactly. There wasn't That's a ton of, of mystery. I didn't mind was that I was like, what? Sometimes the confusion is good. Sometimes it's just like, meh. And I wasn't that interested to even find out what was happening. But I wasn't trying to figure it out. Like, ooh, I was just... I think I just went into full... As soon as I started waking up, and then we kind of follow him for a few minutes, it felt sort of uh, poorly edited. Kind of... And I don't want to say cheap as in cheap, like I think all movies should be super expensive, but cheap as in... um. I don't know how to describe it. You and I call Clint Eastwood movies economical because he will do a scene, cut it, and be done with it when it's not the highest of quality scene necessarily, just getting it done. This is an economy of almost like a filmmaker who's about 15 years old settling for the looks and the, the... shots that they're getting you know and immediately i felt that and i was like you know what it's gorgeous i like her i like him i'm just gonna go with it 
Yeah. But as far as the plot goes, it goes nowhere for me. Like, really. It really didn't. It really, like... At the beginning, when it started to unveil that it might be some black magic kind of Mm -hmm. weirdness, I thought to myself, if this movie ends up with, like, a Faye Ray situation, like her, like, tied (laughs) up on an island to a pole. (laughs) Tied on a pole. Yeah, I actually thought that to myself. If it ends up as that, oh my god, because that's, that's how hilarious. it feels. hilarious. And uh, spoilers, it ends up with <laughs> there's a pole and she's in a white flowy dress. Yeah. And yeah, I actually saw that. Like I had a premonition of it at the beginning, and then it, and then I was like, oh, that. Yeah, I, there's lots of ugh feelings. <laughs> Sadly, it's so sad though. It is because you know there's good. I was I was going to say there's some good performances, but I don't think they're really that great either. It's doable, you know. I mean, yeah. it's it's functional. I mean, they've got a bit of star power in there. I blame say. the director after we watch the extra. I now understand. Yeah. I'm not a fan of this director, and so I don't. I don't feel. I don't even know what the problem was, but I feel like it was. We're cutting you a check. We want you in this movie. I did three Saw movies. Here we go. And we're going to a tropical place. It's going to be really cool. And the stars and everybody else was just sort of like half committed, you know? Yeah, because it didn't... It's it's nothing... Even though there are moments where they're both really good. When they're together and they're trying to just do a you know an interesting scene when she gets pissed off or irritated or something, she does a fine job. But when you put it all together, you feel like they're not really working toward telling an interesting story here. They just are getting through their day. True. So the idea here is they wake up, they don't know what happened the night before, then conveniently there was a two and a half hour video on his camera of what happened. Yeah. He, he Very actually, convenient. He says the line, <laughs> there's a video, it's two and a half hours long. And I was like, are we going to have to watch that whole video? <laughs> is that the movie? <laughs> uh, so then they, they replay this video off the camera, which is very well shot. Also, with mm-hmm. fake digital um, weird noise, like digital, um, I don't know what was happening. Was yeah, there I, a, that didn't make any sense. Did an EMP hit at the, the same time? Yeah, the video wasn't going to be all effed up. It would be perfect. The video would just look fine, right? Just like a normal video. Exactly. It's yeah. just their memory that was, you know, oh. crunching. And so it just didn't make any sense. That. So, yeah, this video um, shows the husband murdering the wife, yet they're both still alive. Spoiler. The day after. So how could he have murdered her? And that's the... Then there's a bar and they drink some weird shit and then she's got this necklace and blah, 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 and everyone looks at her weird. And it just seems, after a while, you're like... Okay, okay, okay. Oh, it's really it's really heavy it's on so the... So much. At the beginning of the movie, it's very heavy on the... You're not going to get... A, like, they're like, oh, we're leaving to the island now. Oh, shit, we've lost our passports. Oh, shit, the boat's um, gone. It, it was a lot of that heavy laying on the... Mm-hmm. Oh, the cell phone has no signal. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, all those tropes are in there. <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shit. So they have to go back to their apartment. Oh, and now they, you know, back to the home place. And then they're back there, and then another woman turns up. Oh, no, I'm. you're supposed to be out of here. It's mine now. Oh, but you can stay with it. It's all very It's convenient. Very functional, yeah. Uh, and tropey like that. I was half expecting somebody to tell them not to go into the village or whatever, you know. Well, they did essentially because she said, "This is where I tell you not to go in," and she says, "And this is where I tell you I'm going to anyway." Yeah, that I'm was, not going to. Yeah, that they were trying to be clever with that. Yeah. Um, but then it, you know, it's in this gorgeous paradise. 
It is gorgeous. Yeah. Maybe that's what got me mostly. And there's a lot of... Looking at it. It looked cool. I thought there was some really... Even though how gorgeous it was to look at, there was <laughs> there was some... There were about three shots. There were establishing shots that looked like stock photography. And it was weird. Like it was a different frame rate to the rest of the movie. Did you notice them? Yes. It was like he took it from a stock footage. Yeah, I noticed that too. And, and like I don't the, normally know that. There was a that. boat coming down the water. It was all jerky. Like it, his yes, frame rate wasn't that much. one was really... And then there was a shot where she's going out in the boat and it looked so bad. Yeah, what was going on there, I think, is they they didn't have any shots so they had to pull some from somewhere else because it, it was, didn't match the movie it like, didn't it was so weird and that that led to the thing where i was watching it going oh wow this they really struggled there didn't they like <laughs> putting this together it doesn't it seems you definitely get that vibe yeah so when things like that stick out which they did and you shouldn't really be looking at like filmmaking shit but i was and uh that was my mind wandering i guess but the story itself never really grabbed me after the what was starting to happen. I thought it was going to get interesting when she was puking at the beginning and then she actually kind of looked like a zombie, like she was really dead. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. But then it's That stopped fine. happening, yeah. Every time she took off this necklace, she was like finishing yeah. dying or whatever. But then that got pulled back too. I just think... It was like it kept trying to go somewhere and then never went there. Yeah. So then it never got gory. Uh, apart from like there was a bit where the in- doing an injection into her eye... That was, pretty, but then even that wasn't gory because they kind of pulled that back. Kind of pulled it back, and yeah. then there was like a, a, a scene where somebody was being gutted, but even that was kind of like lame, and you didn't really see it. We're not making this sound great. Well, I don't think it is great. <laughs> That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, because we like I like a horror movie. I like a gross out horror movie, even. But this didn't go anywhere. It just felt like I know it. You know, black magic, for instance. We've seen it a billion times also in horror movies and stuff. But in this, it was barely even... It never got horrific enough. Like, I'm always expecting weird, like, you know, rituals that involve, like, I don't know. Even implied horror, but there wasn't. Yeah, there was no... They weren't doing anything, really. Like, um, I mean, they were doing... The idea that they were sacrificing people is terrible, but you never get to see any of it. It's just implied. And yep. then, and then, okay, so here's the other deal. That now it's going to, it ruins it for me. That's when the overriding thing is, okay, you're seeing all the village people. They are not likable. The, the village, the cowboy, the Indian. <laughs> These people in this village on this island are not likable. They do not endear anyone. They're not. They smile creepily and they hand flowers over to her and shit, but because they know what's going on and and she doesn't, right? But they're not people you care about in the least. They do nothing to make these people seem savable or interesting or important or like they have a, a rich heritage that if this sacrifice doesn't go through, right? The idea is we you we sacrifice somebody, the gods are good to us, we all keep surviving here on our little island. That's the whole premise. That's fine. It's an interesting concept. I like human sacrifice stories. It's fascinating. However, because you do not like these people from the beginning, they do not put them in a light of charming or like there's no, no higher purpose for them or anything. And then when it comes to the point where the bottom line is someone says to her, whoa, would you let us all die? Yeah, fuck y'all. I mean, I would. I was immediately like, there is nothing in this story 
it's not the old, there's a philosophical conundrum thing or whatever you do, a puzzle where you say, if would you sacrifice one person to save ten or whatever, you know, that thing. Yeah. In this one, absolutely not. <laughs> These people have nothing. They do nothing in this story, visually or even a line of the movie to say, Something about these people have been here for half a million years. And if they were to go extinct, you know, nothing like that. And so by the end, you're saying to her, do not do this. Like you, there should have been a, a thing where you, you, for a split second, you're like, hmm, maybe I would actually go ahead and sacrifice myself because this seems like a, a noble cause. Yeah. Like these people need to, yeah, you know, there's be, none of that. The weather needs to be good on this Island. Basically. <laughs> So tourists can come and spend <laughs> yeah. a lot of money. That's uh, what you get. Yeah. Because one of the reasons to uh, sacrifice somebody is so... Because they, they mention it quite a bit. Oh, no, this this island's never had any bad weather. We never get bad weather. For even 200 though, years, they hadn't had a storm. And so right. the idea is keep it, make sure that we're all fine, even though we seem pretty horrible. So long as we sacrifice somebody, <laughs> the weather's fine. And then saying it has to be your choice. when, And then they're trying to convince you through some fucked up logic that giving her a beverage that she didn't know what it was and then handing her this necklace that she didn't know what it was is saying to her, free will. it's free will, see? It's free will, and now you have to choose to sacrifice yourself. None of that makes any sense. No, I think that it just all falls apart if you try yeah. and look at it. And at the end, when it was over, I was like... And then this the very end sequence also, which I won't spoil that. Maybe you can get some enjoyment out of it. But you know what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. The very last thing you see, even that doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yet, I will hold still. I would hold to the fact that I did enjoy this movie. So, so you enjoyed the mo- You enjoyed a horror movie which had no horror really. <laughs> it had um, bad editing and uh, some weird stock footage shots. What else did we say? It had um, semi decent acting. Mm. From people involved. Yeah. It had a shitty thin plot that doesn't really make any sense when you actually dive into mm-hmm. it. It had nothing. But you liked it. I did. <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm trying to think of any... Oh, there's also another thing in the movie where anybody who doesn't speak English doesn't speak English and they never... Use a subtitle, which it, is fine. I actually yeah, but it of, was the it was a work a, a plan, wasn't it? Yeah, to make and that's you fine. Feel, I had no problem with that at all. I know that you were probably sitting there thinking, hmm, "Should I turn the subtitles on?" I was but, thinking, have they got the subtitles wrong? Is this another thing they've fucked up here? I didn't mind that. It was, but it was the director explains he did it on purpose to yeah. make you feel as though you're out of you don't know what's going on, right? And it didn't really work on me that way because I kind of like it when I don't know what people are saying. I like to be able to infer what they're talking about. So I, I, I was fine with that, actually. There's also not a lot of characters in this movie. He said he hired, in the extras, he said he hired like people who he just saw on the in the island, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she has a good look, that old lady. Oh, I know, he sounded so obnoxious. Look at, look at that old lady who sat outside. What a great look. Go and, audit, you know, go and hire her for our movie. I just feel like that is... I mean, fair enough. If that's how you want to build your movie, like on, I don't know. It just seems super obnoxious to me. So I wasn't a fan of that. So um, let's move on to the cast, which is probably the saving grace. (laughs) 
I mean, okay, Maggie Q. I really like Maggie Q. I do too. I think she's very good. I think she's a good leading lady, and I think she, you know, whatever she's given, she she's pretty, you know, convincing. Mm-hmm. And I think she's pretty convincing here, but she's not given much. Correct. And she's she's also given a lot of you must do the same thing over and over, i.e. what you mentioned earlier. Yep. Waking wake up. up from, you know, you were drugged or you were in a weird hallucination and wake up and seem shocked. And Correct. Seem, <laughs> you know, and, and there's a lot of that, like almost too much of that. Like, oh, yeah, it's it's very prominent. If you don't like movies where somebody wakes up, like where somebody's like experienced something horrific... And you're thinking, wow, this is crazy. And then they just wake up and it was actually just nothing. <laughs> Without a, a good explanation. Let's no. not forget that part. It's, so that makes, it's, that's frustrating a little bit. Because you're like, oh, come on, like, do something. Or yeah, this is not the lazy, lazy, lazy. A snake comes out of a mouth at some point for no, no reason. reason whatsoever. I was like, what Just a heck? snake comes out of a, listen to what I'm saying. A snake comes out of a mouth. Yeah. And what then, a gross... And cult. then we never revisit the idea of what the snakes It didn't even make... It must no. have been an hallucination. Must have been, because we're just going to have to guess. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And I think Maggie Q does all right, though. Um, Most of the time. Yeah. But then she has to deal with, like, some... At the, so at the very end, when she's Fay Ray, tied to the post. Yeah. She has to deal with some shitty makeup. Yep. Special effect makeup, which... I thought, wow, that's really bad. And not horrific because it just looks like plastic, you know? It didn't look great. <laughs> I mean, again, we are really bigging up this movie. But there is a lot of that. like so. But I think she did a good job, but I don't think she had much to work with. Agree. Okay. Luke Hemsworth, I didn't like him. Well, I felt like I mean, like he's supposed to be unlikable, I'm guessing, I in a way. I felt like that, yeah, but then was he? Because I don't know. He but just, then you then you were like, why is he supposed to be unlikable? Just as a red herring? Like? Yes, I feel like that's what it was. So most of the time he's like got some he's wandering around in his two tight trousers. He's uh sweating a lot. He's pushing his glasses up on his nose like every five <laughs> seconds. Like he doesn't wear glasses actually. And he's just kinda irrit he's just kinda nothing. I think that's it. He's bland, isn't he? Like It was unfortunate. He wants <laughs> yes. to go and take photographs. That's his like Aim at this. But then, I mean, this is a filmmaker, the director, the cinematographer, the director of photography, the same thing, I don't know. All these people, they do photography and making films and, and using images to make their art. And yet when they show him in the scene taking the photographs, I don't even know. I have two fairly nice Nikon cameras, old, nice, right? Because I started to learn photography irrelevant. a couple years ago. <laughs> it's not irrelevant. It's that I understand holding that camera. Oh, you mean like he doesn't look like somebody who takes a photo? Fuck no. I mean, no, anybody would know that, though. And I was just like, that doesn't look right. It looks really rushed and like... You like mean a, where he's following the parade yes, taking photos? it looks really bad. Almost like, like I said, you've given a teenager who's never made a film, trying really hard, and said, hey, let's... Shoot this guy, you know, photographer taking pictures of this parade going down the street. And this teenager doesn't understand how to use a camera. <laughs> and yeah. that's what you get. It was Which very is weird. weird, isn't it? Because very weird. everybody, like you say, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They've made other movies. It's not like they don't know what they're doing. Agree. But him, um, Luke Hemsworth, you know, Thor's brother, 
Discount Thor, I like to call him. <laughs> he, he, um, he just irritated me. That's but I think it might have been. I don't know if it was him or just the character. You know, the mm. like. He's half-assed, seemed to care, and then he didn't sometimes, and then, then he was really oh god, I gotta save her, and then he was like just. Yeah, know. and I think you're, you're right that they're trying to give you the sense that he's he might bad. be evil or something. Yeah, but then he just sort of disappears. There are it. some. There are some like t- at the beginning of the movie. Just he gives like the camera a look. Yep, like I'm in on this. Like he ends the scene by looking into the lens with a like a bit of a scowl or something, and you go, "Oh shit, he's like the bad guy, right?" And then, and then that's spoiler, it. he's not the bad guy. <laughs> he, but he's kind of nothing. <laughs> Right? We don't care anymore about spoiling this one, apparently. Alex uh, Esso plays Samantha. And you, we saw her last in... I don't know that one. We saw her last in Doctor Sleep, where mm-hmm. um, she was... Pl- I don't know that one. She was playing Shelley Duvall, remember? Yep. I think we've seen her something else, too, but... I couldn't find Remember by Shelley Duvall. Well, here is Alexa, Alexa, stop. Shelley Duvall. Our, um... <laughs> She's loving I'm it. I'm not today. saying her name again because she just she just wants to be on this podcast, basically. She, she? does. She's yeah. craving attention. She just said, "I can't find Shelley Duvall in your phone book." <laughs> she was about to phone <laughs> Shelley Duvall. <laughs> right on. Well, if you do find her, let me know. <laughs> um, so this lady, we yeah, yeah, we probably have seen her. She's a British lady. Um, I just didn't trust her off the bat. Nope. She just seemed untrustable. But Immediately, just, the kind of character where you're like, uh, she's, she's that generic cut-out character from yeah. a horror movie who you know what she's there for. It's really unfortunate all these bad things we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'd like her. I just didn't find her character very interesting in this. It, it was... It was... I think I've seen too many other movies to not understand what she is. Yeah, like, and her story was badly... I mean, the story overall isn't well-written, so you have to... Every time you get a new person's backstory and it's bad, you're like... I expected that, but hers was like, I came here, I had cancer, and now I don't, and so I believe. And in so the I'm, island. Go- I'm going to lead you to this thing secretly, manipulate you to go do this thing where you sacrifice yourself. <gasps> but then we're all supposed to make sure that you're making this choice yourself. It makes it makes your head spin. The making your choice yourself thing, which they kept like stipulating over and over and over and over, mm-hmm. but. Nobody, but it's quite clear she's not. She's been manipulated Correct. into making a choice, not her own choice. If somebody in a bar gives you a spiked drink and you drink it, it wasn't your choice to exactly. drink Exactly, that is a perfect analogy. It was a trick. So then to have writers <laughs> who think that somehow lets even any of the characters inside of this well, story. Like, but they, they even say, well, you, you, you accepted and drank that drink. Yeah, but I didn't know it was fucking spiked, you idiots. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was just a drink. That's it's why like I you're angry it. about it. I love it. I was in a bar. A bartender gave me a drink. I just thought it was a drink. I didn't think you were trying to yeah, kill me. Yeah, if I were to drink called human sacrifice at a bar, yeah. I probably don't think that means <laughs> I'm volunteering. <laughs> the drink wasn't called that, but that would be hilarious. But not only that, anything that she does in the movie, they keep saying, no, you, you accepted that necklace. No, he didn't. I was sat there and somebody put it around my neck. Yeah, it was very weird. Yeah. I didn't choose anything. You all landed shit on me. Reminder, I still enjoyed this movie. <laughs> so this is directed by Darren Lynn Boosman. He's like the is the director of Saw 2, 3, and 4, which many say are the best of the Saw movies. They went, once he left, 
they went really terrible. Now, I haven't seen them all. You probably have, right? Uh, no, I haven't watched them all. Right, okay. But you've seen two, three, and four, probably. Um, Possibly not. Oh. Yeah. Well, tell the story. You have seen another Darren Lynn Boosman movie, though, haven't you? Yeah. But as we watch the trailer, I have watched it. I remember all of the, what I call style over substance moments. It's called Abattoir. So it's just like this ghost and this guy's luring people into this house where he's building a hell of sorts. Um, so you get you get trapped in it and then your mind's showing you the hellishness of it. But it's all just really flimsy style over substance. There's nothing in it that makes you feel like that's scary or it's all dazzle, you know, like smoke and mirrors kind of thing. So now I, watched I didn't know trailer. that he did that one, but when I watched it, I barely remember it because it was just empty calories as far as like even a bad, juicy horror movie that I sometimes will like. And they, I really do remember them. This one I didn't until I watched the trailer. I'm like, oh, I remember that weird scene. I remember that weird special effect. But as a whole, it was just blah. The just trailer like made this. it look kind of cool. But it isn't just like this. Yeah, because um, it had like a really cool, like haunted house at the end, like like really like staggered. Yeah, it was up. like all the houses of people's horrible things have ever happened, just kind of stacked on top yeah, of each other. Which was a, a cool image, but mm-hmm. obviously the movies. No. So, um, what have you anything to say about this director? After, well, I'll I'll tell you that we watched the whole uh, documentary on the making of this movie, and uh, I think it made you not like it more. Yeah. I didn't. Because it was mostly from the director's standpoint. Yeah, and unfortunately, I don't like... um, There's this line between sort of guerrilla filmmaking, which I appreciate. You know, people coming together as a crew, getting all the shit together, and on the day, loads of stuff goes wrong, and you have to run through a busy street in Japan because they won't let you do the filming, so you just guerrilla it up, right? You get it done. I have some respect for that, in a way. (laughs) and then there's this guy who it seems like everything wasn't quite put together right they had really terrible weather which you can't control he would say lots of times the star had to leave the star had six hours the star had you know wasn't on set and i'm like ah so you're working around like nobody's in this to make a great he even, movie. He even mentioned Maggie Q had to get a flight yeah, during like a those, crucial scene. Like. And then another day where she just wasn't <laughs> there. And then you could tell a couple of times when it was not her. There were a couple of times from behind and Definitely, sitting yeah. on the beach, not even like special effects shots. Just, I just feel like he doesn't pull people together. This is probably completely incorrect based on nothing more than what I saw in that extra, but he doesn't pull people together for what, um, he doesn't inspire you to think he wants to make a great, interesting movie, or even just a schlocky, fun, interesting movie, right? It's all about the pretense. I just don't like it. just don't yeah. like that. He's uh, from Overland Park in Kansas City. I don't care. Where he's he's a local boy. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't make it any better. <laughs> all right, so uh, IMDb re- reviews. This is where I'll look at... These are the people who give this movie 1 out of 10. On uh, IMDb. Let's see what they have to say about this movie. Let's do it. First one says, horrible, terrible, crap, bad, awful, sucks, skip it. (laughs) That's That's what he says. I disagree with that. I don't think you should skip it. I think you should give it a try. And the next guy says, even people with the lowest IQ will hate this. 
Were the writers high or just stupid? Unrealistic scenarios with clueless tourists putting themselves in danger on an island where only two people speak English. Well, that's plausible, though. What a waste of an hour and a half of my life. Aw, boo-hoo. This guy says, nonsensical story with no explanation whatsoever, just some voodoo crap. There's also somebody moaning and singing throughout the entire movie. It was annoying as fuck. (laughs) These are some very (laughs) angry people. (laughs) This guy says, please save your time from wasting it on this movie. Uh, I disagree. Don't even bother to watch this movie. This movie is total time waste. And one of most boring ever. Disagree. I I wish I could give movie minus 100 stars. Hmm. I don't think that's reasonable. Do not pay to watch this movie. Even if it's $1, it's not worth it. Not even with a Hemsworth in it. (laughs) Maggie Q looks great, but the movie is amazingly bad. Even if you like Maggie, avoid this one. Ah. The entire movie was weird. It literally didn't understand what was going on in the whole time, because it didn't make any sense. Don't get me started on the ending. Don't get me started. Holy crap. (laughs) I can honestly say that this was the worst movie ever made. Horrible writing, suspect acting, and an absurd storyline that is not even scary. Save your money. I wouldn't force my worst enemy to watch this motion picture. Those are pretty severe. These are people who have strong opinions on this subject. This this guy this guy belongs somewhere else <laughs> on another site. <laughs> but he says, as he says, only good part of this movie was Maggie's sweet stomach at the end. Oh my! While sitting on a beach, I just want to lay my thing on it. <gasps> Why are you reading that one? <laughs> that's an that's IM, just gross. That's an IMDb review. I think he went to the wrong site. You think? (laughs) I can't believe IMDb let that um, be a review. I can't believe you read it. Gross. Uh, What else we got? You know. Take the good with the bad. (laughs) Um, You're hilarious. This movie is a true triple threat. Bad story, bad direction, and amazingly bad acting. If you have 90 minutes to waste, then go ahead and watch it. But if you have anything else to do, laundry, yard work, cleaning your bathtub, that is a better use of your time. Um, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a great, memorable movie. I can't disagree with any of that. Yeah. However, you know, sometimes so, you've got to watch the, the not great ones. And then when you watch one... We watched Promising Young Woman last yes, week. Yes. And it yeah. makes you go, I love good flicks. Now, someone else might watch that. Promising Young Woman and be like, oh, what a stupid movie. And watch this and be like, this is one of the best movies I've seen all year. So it's subjective, so everyone. I'm going to give, uh, in the oh, there's an extra. It's a documentary type thing, about 30 minutes on the making of the movie. Doesn't really help in any way. Might make no. it feel worse, actually. A little bit. Um, conclusion. I'm giving this a four out of ten, unfortunately. Because oh it's oh well, my. I think it, the filmmaking part of it's all right, but everything else I'm not. It's it's likely to be in my worst ones. Okay. This year. And we've only seen two. <laughs> <laughs> and I am I can't going... see it getting any worse than this, right? Uh, you just doomed us. Now you've doomed us and that's <laughs> it. We're going to have the worst movies of all time. 
Um, my score would be probably, I don't even know. If, I'd give about three and a half. Right, I'll give it a four. Because I only go for round numbers. I don't do that. None of your half shite. That's fine. All right. That is fine. Four and three and a half. You liked it. I liked it quite a bit more than I you. I didn't though. like it, but I didn't. I did. Um, I'm conflicted. <laughs> That's good. All right. So that is uh, Death of Me. Available. Maybe I've seen so many really bad horror movies. They want to see one that's kind of like. Just not, it's not even, it's not bad or good. It's like right in the middle yes, of it Yes, and you're like, you know what? That compared to Zombiever is fine. I'd rather watch bad than just mediocre. <laughs> intentionally like. bad. Yeah, because yeah. bad, not even intentionally bad. Like, it's bad. Like, it it turned out bad and at least you can poke your finger at it and go, sure. oh God, it's really stupid and like, it's terrible. But this is just so in the middle of it all. Like, you're like, this, it just is annoying to me. You know? Unfortunate. So, uh, that's the movie, Death of Me, available now. Uh, movie recommendations. I got two TV shows to recommend. Oh, that's not a movie. That's not a movie. Based on this movie. One okay. has uh, Maggie Q in it. It's called Designated Survivor. I really enjoyed that show. I know you It did. got cancelled. But um, there are three seasons of it. Uh, Maggie Q is a main person in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really good. Really good in it, yeah. Um, so that I would recommend that. And my other one is Luke Hemsworth is in it, and it's called Westworld, and that is one of my favorite TV shows of all. It's amazing, right? Uh, yes, it is one of your favorite TV shows of all time. Uh, and it's also amazing. And it you, is. You even like it. Oh, like yeah, it. I love it. Yeah. So uh, Westworld and Designated Survivor. Now, my movie recommendations this year are going to be based on... Movies from the 80s, and I'm still in 1980. So we're not moving forward very quickly, but mine for this time are... First of all, I'm going to jump jump my normal things here and say Death Becomes Her instead of Death of Me. Death Becomes Her, much more fun movie. On that note, the other two that I picked that I have seen from the 80s, Urban Cowboy and The Blue Lagoon. Those are both from the 80s. I cannot attest to their, or you know, comment on their quality or anything that might be socially incorrect at this point in our, but those are two movies I watched in the 80s. So there you go. Right. Nice. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah. Um, so I've been playing um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla quite a bit. I'm really enjoying it. Really? The, I hadn't noticed. Well, it's the Viking. Um, yeah, I know. Because I'm, a, I'm probably about 30 hours in. Apparently, it's 130 hours long. That's good value for money, isn't it? No kidding. Um, I'm at a section where you're actually like this movie. You drink like a you, you drink like this potion, and then you drifted off into Asgard, where Thor and Loki are. And I'm doing that bit. It's okay. um, they've managed to like put some of the sillier stuff in there by saying it's not real, and you drink this potion. It's kind of fun. Um, so I'm doing that. I just fought a giant wolf. It's Loki's son, apparently, this wolf. <laughs> you know, it's just bananas, all the um, North, Norse mythology. Um, but I really am enjoying it. It's a lot like the last one, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which was set in ancient Greece. But this one's set in England, and it's the Viking invasion of England. And I just like the whole vibe of the Vikings. They're, they're real asses, you know? <laughs> they uh, Again? 
the history that you've been taught is from one point of view. They we pillage the land. We they, weren't there. We don't know. You know, they take, they kill Did all, they write down their side of the story? Yeah. Did they? They kill all the Saxons. <laughs> They're just complete asses. They just murder and pillage everywhere. The Saxons are also asses, though. You know. Like I said. Everybody's an asshole. You've only one version of history here. Yeah, it's really cool. I like it. I like the Viking uh, 8. On, do you know when the Viking invasions were? You know the date? I'm going to say like 500. 849 AD. Okay. I was, I was all right. I was in the vicinity there. Yeah. So um, this takes place 849 AD. So, you know, don't expect when you go rolling into London, which I have done recently, for it to look anything like a London that you might be familiar mm-hmm. with. Because, no, it's just a load of... There's some bricks, and there's some filthy people, and there's... Filthy. It's kind of gross looking. Um, but yeah, that's Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm also um, playing a lot of Fortnite. Uh, I really enjoy Fortnite quite a bit. You know, I can play a couple of matches every day. It's fun. It's relaxing. Um, but they added uh, this week, if you're a season pass holder, you can drop into a certain place on the map and you can unlock the Predator skin. <laughs> So I did that this week, and now I've got the Predator. And he's cool. He can rip his mask off, and he can do his, like, a that noise he makes, you know? Yeah. He can turn invisible. Um, I really love with Fortnite, because there's kind of no boundaries. They can just license anything and put it in there. Like, one week, they put the Predator in, and then last week, they put, like, World Cup stars, like Pele and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So you could have, I could be Pele, or I could be the Predator, or I could be the Terminator. You know, it's got everything in there. Like, And there's a lot of properties in there. You know, there's Star Wars. So, you know, you could be running around a corner, and here comes a Stormtrooper. Oh, but run around another corner, and there is Arnold Schwarzenegger before he turns into the Terminator. You know, it's crazy. So, um, Fortnite. And uh, we also watched the third episode of WandaVision. Are you enjoying WandaVision? WandaVision? Yes. It sounds like you're saying WandaVision, and I realize it's your accent, so I want people to understand it's WandaVision. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's very fun. It's the uh, Scarlet Witch from the MCU. It's a show about her and Vision. Hence, WandaVision. <laughs> um, it's really very good. It's very fun. Uh, in the way that The Mandalorian is a very cool Star Wars TV show, this is a very cool Marvel TV show. I th- I think Disney Plus is it's turning out to be quite good, right? Disney Absolutely. Plus? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's on its third episode. It, this episode uh, was a bit more like they, the first two episodes were... Don't, don't, I think you shouldn't talk I'm not about spoiling it. anything, but the first two episodes were kind of like uh, kind of like, showing you the concept of the whole thing. Yeah. Whereas now we're getting into the story some. Yeah. So um, what is for dinner? What do you want? I want the Whopper, which is impossible to get. (laughs) Well, it's not impossible, because I will get it for you. So fine, that's what we're having. And what's your, um, you know... Advice? Yeah. My advice is to take a long drive by yourself. Is your advice not to watch this movie? Uh, No, I say you should watch all the movies. We shouldn't decide what you watch. That's not democratic <laughs> i say watch them all and then you know if you don't like it that's, that's just the way it is um take a long drive by yourself i just did one yesterday it's long four and a half hours one direction with someone dropping them off at grad school four and a half hours almost five hours coming back by myself and 
I love it. Yes, my back gets sore. My neck is feeling a little stiff today. But the drive itself is really, it's kind of beautiful. This roads that I take, they're kind of back roady a little bit. You know, it's not like a big super highway. You just get on and go or anything. And it just gives you this disconnect. Yeah, I can have my phone right there and talk to you the whole time. I can have, you know, I listen to Sirius and listen to, you can listen to news and feel connected. But sometimes I just put on music and that's it. And just like look around and I make an effort. We leave at sunrise and I get home and I'm driving at sunset. So I see both right in front of me. You're headed toward, you know, so that's pretty cool. That's it. Just take a long drive by yourself. All right. So uh, you can catch us on ascully.com, the website. You can catch us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. The podcast itself is on all the music services, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, Google Play, RSS feed, iHeartRadio, all over the place. Even if you've got one of these um, Amazon devices, or you know, <laughs> oh, um, then you can also ask it, play the After the Show movie podcast on TuneIn. It will play the latest episode. You don't even need to go and find it. Just say that and you get the latest episode. Email feedback to me at aceclearacecleary.com. Don't email Sid Talk. She hates you I don't. all. No, I don't. I don't hate anybody. And stay classy, Maggie Q. I re- really do like Maggie Q. She's a classy lady. I do Thank too. You. And I'm going to say, think for yourself or someone will do it for you.